At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio. This is Up on Game. Caught by Hushmanzada for the touchdown. You want NFL experience? Manning lobs it. Burris alone. Touchdown. And it's intercepted. LeVar Arrington. And this is the show for you with LeVar Arrington. Matt Corral could possibly play himself into the starting job. TJ Hushmanzada. They lose first round. Mike McCarthy's out of there. And Plaxico Burris. Tom Brady's no longer there. It's turned into a dictatorship up there in New England. Three of the best to ever do it on and off the field. Live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. Here's Pro Bowlers LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion Plaxico Burris. Are you trying to go hunt now? All right, all right. Welcome into Hour 2. We are broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. All right, we got a big slate of games this weekend. Let's start off with this one, Uh, Mr. Plexico Burris. The Vikings at the Bengals. You know, the Vikings are turning to Mullins now, going away from, uh, you know, the other other option that that was was there at one point in time. So can Jake Browning, you know, for the Bengals, who seems to have have kind of adjusted pretty nicely, is – trying to get them to the postseason so you have the vikings and the Bengals. how are you looking at this this matchup here you know what man um jake browning to me i don't know what it is or maybe it's the way that he you know commands his offense and the way that he runs it but it he he doesn't play like a backup quarterback i, I, I mean i hear you i hear he, you i mean he really doesn't and I think it's the fact that, you know, you're looking at Zach Taylor, he has not scaled this offensive back at all. Mm. I mean, it, 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 that performance that they had a couple of weeks ago against um, 
you know, the Jacksonville Jaguars, that was almost Joe Barish. So I look for him you know, to, 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 you know, keep playing well because they basically gave him the reins to this offense just as uh, having the same amount of, uh, you know, accountability uh, as, as Joe Burrow moving forward. And listen, the, the Bengals are not out of the playoff situation. They pretty much control their own destiny moving forward. All they got to do is win, you know, two out of these next three games. And, and it's going to come down to, you know, whoever owns a tiebreaker for them to get into the playoffs. Yeah. But I mean, I, obviously, obviously, I think, you know, everybody, everybody's saying that Baltimore's probably going to be, you know, the number one seed in the AFC. But listen, the Cincinnati Bengals, offensively and defensively, they look like the same football team when Joe Burrow is is on the side. I'm not saying he's Joe Burrow, but he's efficient. He he he. he I, I think that he you know he, he he he's able to read defenses, and obviously you know Jamal having Jamal Chase helps when you have one of the best wide receivers in all of football. Got a few. Yeah, and Joe Mixon. So I'm really honestly. Looking for this team to, to push forward, even though they have Joe Burrow, man. You can't count them out. And I still think they make the playoffs. Mm. Well, if, this, if the playoffs started today, on the other side of it, the Minnesota Vikings at 7-6, and six, they would be the sixth seed today. Mm. And that's after on the hills of obviously losing Kirk Cousins for the entire season. They bring in the other guy, Josh Dobbs. Uh, it looked like he was going to be the guy, was off to a strong start, um, cooled off, slowed down, came to a, you know, a game where, you know, there were no points really scored. Was 0-3 was, was the, the total of that one, I believe, uh, against the, the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, they're going with Mullins. They're going with Nick Mullins, and, and this is still a, a team that is waiting for for their star receiver Justin Jefferson to come back and return to to the team, do you think this is the best decision? I mean, I know Dobbs. I mean, you can't get any lower than no, you know, the three points, not not scoring touchdowns. Is this the right decision, Plex? Do you think that they made the the proper decision going with Nick Mullins going into the game with the Bengals? I don't think so. I think Ko's is looking for a spark. He's looking for an answer to help you know get this team. You know, to the playoffs, but I don't believe that. You know, you you replace uh, Joshua Dobbs with what he's been able to bring to this team and to this offense, basically off of the couch, and to win you you know three football games. Mm-hmm. So I believe that Ko's he's reaching a little. When I said O'Connell, I believe that he's reaching a little bit. And I, 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 th- I think if you want the best result, if you're the Minnesota Vikings moving forward, you let Joshua Dobbs get more and more comfortable with this offense. So now this offense is not going to be sputtering and, you know, living up to the capability even with or without Justin Jefferson. So I just think that it's, it's a bad move on KO's part to, to you know, make Mullins the starter over Joshua Dobbs, especially the last one of the football that he has had. But um, I don't believe it fixes – the Minnesota Vikings problems if you don't have Justin and Justin Jefferson in the in the lineup <clears throat> because uh he, he's just a he's a game changer if you know what I'm saying uh-huh. he's one of those guys that listen the offense isn't is that that offense in Minnesota if you don't have number 18 on the football field and the fact that you're going to maybe get him back 
Mullins is going to look, you know, he's going to look like a competent quarterback playing in his offense with them. I mean, who wouldn't? You know what's interesting? The Detroit Lions are the top of the, the NFC North, and they've been on a skid. Fool's goal. Ooh. Fool's goal. I've been saying it. You cannot trust the Detroit Lions. I'm just telling you. I, I, it, the, 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 uh, the red light went off for me a few weeks ago when they were in a dogfight with the Chicago Bears at home. Then you come back, Justin uh, Jordan Love, Thanksgiving. He goes from down the football field on you. Now, out of the last this last month, I said uh, last week that the Detroit Lions would lose one of these two vis- divisional games. They go to Chicago, and then they have to go to Minnesota. They will lose one of those two games. They may lose both of them. Hmm. They may lose both of them. I'm just saying, Jared Goff. Well, Cam was saying he's a game manager. He cannot continue to turn the football over at the rate as which he's turning it over with. And the Detroit Lions, I'm telling you right now, they will be that team to get into the playoffs and lose in the first round. Mm. Well, interesting thing about that is the Vikings, if they can get through the Bengals today, they definitely 100% hold their – destiny in their own hands they can still actually win the the nfc north if you can believe that they they would face the detroit lions next week and the last week of the regular season and in between there they got the green bay packers sandwiched in between those those two games so they can in in theory literally walk through the nfc north to win to win the the divisional crown it'll be interesting to see how they play with mullins today i think that's going to be a tall tall tale an indicator of all things to come and you just if you're if you're a vikings fan you gotta you gotta hope and believe that that that's going to be uh, a good a good outing because then the question becomes you're you're a six seed right now today but if you're able to find that spark that you're talking about, Plex, then now you're talking about a team that's heading towards getting getting that divisional crown and being in a much different position. But if it doesn't go that way, what do you do? If if he doesn't play, if Mullins doesn't play properly or play well today, where does that leave this Vikings team that's at the succeed but has the pot potential to raise their seed by winning their division? It actually goes from a positive conversation to what I would assume would be a very, very complicated conversation to have. Do you go back to Dobbs or do you stay with Mullen, depending you, on what it looks like? Why did you go away from Joshua Dobbs in the first place? That's the question he's going to have, have to answer as being the head coach of the team, making the decision. Making this decision uh, with starting Mullins over Dobbs because I just don't see the reason behind it. Maybe they, maybe he sees something different. But from a, what, what my eyes telling me is that Joshua Dobbs has a pretty good uh, hold on his offense, and I just think you should continue letting him play. But that didn't happen. It did not and, happen. I mean, it almost seems like they can justify that by saying they couldn't score points. I mean, they got the win, but they they just really couldn't 
get get the the offense going. And I just wonder is that is that based upon Joshua Dobbs's inability to be able to you know grasp the offense? I wouldn't assume it, it's his intellect, right? So then, okay, then it moves on to well, is he able to read the field, go through his progressions, and 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 make the right calls, know where the blitzes are coming from? I mean, he's also he's also athletic. He's he's a mobile quarterback. So I I don't you know. Was it the right decision? I'm not going to sit here and say definitively it was the wrong decision to go with Mullen. I just think that it, it's I'm going to have to see what he does in this game in order to to quantify if it was the proper move or if it was the wrong move to make. That's what I would assume. Well, we're going to find out today. That's well, they're sure. underway. They are underway right now, and the Bengals have the ball um, – fourth down and and four at the Minnesota 15 with nine minutes and 21 seconds left so yeah that's a zero zero game no scores yet we'll continue to uh you know talk about what takes place with the Vikings and the Bengals uh most likely with our update and and later in the show when Jonas Knox comes on all right we're going to take a quick break on the other side the Steelers they're at the Colts and the Broncos they're at the Lions storylines and breakdowns all coming your way on up on game this is fox sports radio we'll be right back fox sports radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app search fsr to listen live Polly Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. Of course, you know us as the host of the number one rated show in all of sports talk, the Polly and Tony Fusco Show. Yeah. Now, the suits at Fox Sports Radio gave us this airtime because they wanted us to tell you how great our show is. Why? Yeah, instead of us doing that, let's just let our millions of fans do the talking. Yeah, play the tape. You don't know crap about sports. I mean, why am I even on this crap? Whoa, 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 whoa. That's the wrong tape. Wrong tape. Just forget that. Look, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. All right. Welcome back into Up On Game, live from the Tyrac.com studio. I'm LeVar Arrington. LeVar Arrington, say my name all weird. Uh, Alongside my guy, Plexico Stretch Burris. Shortly after the show, our podcast will be going up. So if you missed anything on today's show, be sure to check out the podcast. Just search Up On Game wherever it is that you get your podcast from. All right. Make sure you check it out. Up On Game. All right. Let's continue to preview these these uh, games. Plex, a big one. I know that's near and dear to you. Uh, the Steelers will be taking on the Indianapolis Colts. What is your feeling on this game it just seems to be a lot of electricity building up in 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 pittsburgh and i gotta say not for the the best of reasons i mean your boy uh ben roethlisberger had some interesting things to say uh talked about the the pittsburgh way and it not being that way anymore and you being in that locker room during the time of big ben and knowing what that that culture he's talking about you know what it is do you see going into the game anything of what ben was saying having relevance and validity to where this team is currently and and what direction they're they're trying to head in I mean, you could argue and say, um, you know, what Ben had to say of where, you know, where this team is is from a culture standpoint. If you had an opportunity to play on this team and be in this locker room, then you understand exactly what he's talking about. I heard him mention the fact that, you know, if some if something wasn't going right, there would be a player to uh, – nobody had a problem addressing you if you weren't doing your job on that football field. And that's one of the things that makes this place special is that players take the accountability for each other. And that doesn't happen everywhere. That's what makes it a special place. Like we are, we are, we are able, we were able to go to each other as young men and like, come on, dog, look, man, we need you to make that play, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, dog. Like, like you ain't like, we need you. That kind of culture and relationship and communication is what has, you know, one of the reasons why the Steelers, who they are as far as from an organizational standpoint. And and I can kind of see it a little bit because that that old way of Steelers football is, is kind of missing. It's like, you know, with the new generation of, of kids and and everything that's going on, I can see where he's coming from because, listen, I would be in the locker room just – you know, on a on a t- Tuesday or Wednesday, you look up, it's Mel Blunt. You will look up, it's John Stallworth. You will look up, it was Franco Harris. It was, you know, uh, it, 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 like you felt it when you were there because like they were present. Uh huh. And 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 you that's it, pretty it, cool. Yeah, and and they would just walk around the building, and you'd be like, oh man, that like like yo, that that's that's Mel. Yeah. <laughs> Big like, that's mean. That's mean, Joe Green. Right there. That's Franco. Yeah. 
Like, right. you kind of felt that. And, you know, I don't know if the players know and, and understand what Pittsburgh football was is all about and it, what was and what those guys meant to us because we wanted to go out and fulfill and play hard for them because of what they created. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we took pride in that. Ben, you know, obviously with, you know, Ben not being there and you, you, now you're lacking veterans, you know, in the locker room and around the league and on these teams due to the new CBA and, you know, all of these things. I think the, the oldest guy on the team now is probably Cam Haywood. I played with him. He was there when I was there. So he understands what kind of culture it is. But if you look amongst the team, they, we don't have those kind of guys anymore in the locker room who are willing to basically come out and say, you know what, dog, like, you're not playing well today, dog. I, I know you're a better football player than that. And if you took it personal, you took it personal because the, the coach would not get involved with any of those things that the players were going through in the locker room. He would let the guy sort it out. And it was, a, it was out of respect. Mm-hmm. And those kind of leadership things, I, I, I think, are missing from the team. But it, it doesn't help when you have Mr. Trubisky at quarterback. I mean, what are you going to do with this guy? I mean, he's, he's just not a, a very good quarterback for what the Steelers are used to being able to just just manage a football game at this point and don't give it away and turn it over. How bad is he, Plex? Is he bad enough where this is a team that misses the playoffs and has a losing yeah, record? Uh, they don't make the playoffs with, with Mr. Trubisky in the center. I, I'm just telling you. Even, you know, Mike, I love Mike Sullivan. He was my wide receiver coach when we won the Super Bowl, and now he's calling the plays. He's the offensive coordinator for the Steelers. And I know some of the things that he likes to do offensively with a vertical passing game and for the quarterback to be able to drop back and throw the football on five- and seven-step drops. Mitchell Trubisky is just that, not that kind of player. Hmm. And from a – you know, Bill Belichick just really confused him last week with, you know, moving the, the defense around – you know, with, at the snap of the football. And you could see it. He was confused. He was just throwing the ball to where he thought it was supposed to go, and, and there was nobody there. He threw it straight to the guy. And I just think that, you know, with him at quarterback, they won't make the playoffs this year. And I think wow. Mike, Mike, Mike Tomlin will have his first losing season wow. as, a coach, as the head coach of this team. Okay, so then what does that mean for – because, you know, they'd be quick to come for Mike Tomlin in Pittsburgh. The the fan hey, base you is cannot quick. come for no Mike Tomlin being a fact hey, – this man has been there what? He's a, one of the longest tenure coaches in the NFL right now, him, Andy Reid, and Harbaugh. This man has done nothing but anything less than exceptional – with with the rosters that he has had over the past five or six years, willing these young men to win football games, now he's at a he's in a position where he does not have the if if Kenny Pickett was a quarterback of this team, they will make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But with Mitchell Trubisky on the center, I just don't see that happening. I, I, I really don't. And for Mike, so for somebody to say Mike Thomas should be fired because he had one losing season in his tenure as the head coach of this team, you have to be crazy. Huh. There's one thing that I know about the Steelers organization is that, you know what? They find a gym every year in the draft. They scout well. They draft well. They, 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 they bring kids along. 
guys playing 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 years for this football team where they would have been at home already. But they take the time to develop players. And that's one of the things that why the stability and, and, and how this organization has been able to have so much success because they just don't give up on guys. They give them the opportunity to get better as football players. And for Mike Tomlin to have his first losing season, hey, he's going to have one. He's going to have one. But you just don't up and get rid of a Mike Tomlin because he doesn't have his first winning season. Hmm. All right, well, guess we'll see what happens with that. But on the other side of it, you got a Colts team that has a robust pus, uh, passing attack. Um, it's headlined by, obviously, Michael Pittman Jr. Uh, he's been playing well. This is this is a game where it almost seems like it falls into line with the Colts having success. Um, you know, it's interesting – They've they've had six straight games of eight or more catches, um, and and that's Pittman ranking in the top ten among uh, qualified players, averaging ten mm-hmm. point four yards per touch. So he's he's getting after it. Um, the Scol- uh, the, it's interesting. The Colts have scored twenty points or more in eleven games this season. That's tied for the most in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the Steelers are going to have their hands full with this Colts team and. Both teams are at at the same record. They they seem to be in a lot of ways evenly matched two seven and six teams coming into it. Um obviously Minchu is is one of those guys that, you know, they're they're really <laughs> and they enjoy his presence when when he's in the scenarios that he's in mm-hmm. um while he's filling in. So I mean, I look at this 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 Colts team, and I find them to be a pretty intriguing team. You know, they, down down the stretch, what what does that look like for the Colts um, moving forward? And and I just ask you this: How big of a game do you think this is for the Colts? Because I think we have an uh, idea of how big it is for the Steelers. But is this a is this just as big a game for the Colts, or you know what 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 are we looking at here? They're second in the AFC South. So there, there's possibilities here for them um, to make some moves in their division. What you know? How big is this game? I think this game is bigger for the Colts than it is for the Steelers. Oh wow! Okay. Because listen, Gardner Minshew finds ways to win football games. They just went on the road last week and they gave Baltimore Ravens all that they can handle, scoring 31 points. I mean, so don't t- take, you know, Michael Bittman Jr. and this offense for granted when you rely on and play against them because if you look at what Gardner Minshew has been able to do over his career, him and Baker Mayfield, who was the first pick in the draft, they basically have identical stats. So you can say that this, this young man should be a starting quarterback for some football team, not a backup. Right. So he's not a bad player. He's not a bad quarterback. He finds ways to win football games. And and I'm th- in the Indianapolis Colts, I need this game because there may be a possibility that the AFC South gets three teams into the playoffs this year. Oh, wow. Houston Texans, obviously, they lost last week to the Jets. We're going to talk about them in a moment. You have Indianapolis Colts and the Jacksonville Jaguars are in first place. 
So it may be the first time that you get three teams from the same division in the playoffs. So I think that's one of the reasons why they need to win this game definitely to secure them a, a spot in the playoffs moving forward. They may not catch Jacksonville, but they win this team win, win this game today against the AFC team. I think that the Colts do get into the playoffs this year. I think they're going to win this game for sure. Huh. And because the Steelers aren't at aren't full strength, as we know, and they move to eight and six. So I think they win this game today. Wow. That is Plexico Burst. This is up on game. Let's get a quick update from Ilo. We'll talk Texans, CJ Stroud uh, after this update. What you got? We got, fellas, the Minnesota Vikings out to a 7-3 lead at Cincinnati with just over a minute left to play in the first quarter on the opening drive of the game. The Bengals' Evan McPherson kicked a 34-yard field goal, but the Vikings came back with a 12-play, 75-yard touchdown drive engineered by Nick Mullins, who completed all three of his passes for 42 yards. And here's how they got it over the goal line, courtesy of the venerable Paul Allen on KFAN. First and goal, Mullins under center. Johnny Munton motion to the left, back to the right, offset eye, left hand off Chandler. Heads to the goal strike, heads to the end zone. Touchdown! Ty Chandler's second rushing touchdown this season. However, a significant injury development in this game as during that drive, Bengals starting defensive tackle DJ Reader was carted off the field after sustaining a right knee injury. He has been ruled out for the rest of the game. And DJ Reader, yeah, DJ Reader, by the way, in a contract year, we might add. So we have a minute and 22 seconds left to play in the first quarter in Cincinnati with the Vikings leading the Bengals 7-3. Today, Eagles head coach Nick Sear Ariani announced that cornerback Darius Slay underwent arthroscopic knee surgery this week and will be out for Monday night's game at Seattle, but is expected to return before the end of the regular season. The Philadelphia Inquirer reports Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts did not practice today due to illness, but is expected to play against the Seahawks. Pro Football Talk reports the NFL has fined Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes and head coach Andy Reid for criticizing the officials after last Sunday's loss to the Buffalo Bills. We have two college football bowl games going on right now in the Myrtle Beach Bowl in South Carolina, Ohio, up 27-7 over Georgia Southern in the third quarter. And at the Cricket Celebration Bowl between Howard and Florida A&M, that game uh, actually being held at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. They have three minutes left in the second quarter, and Howard leads that game 16-7. to Fellas, back to you. Yeah, I believe Edwin James' son plays running back for Howard. All right. Yeah, well... Thank you, Ilo. Appreciate that that update there. You and bet. And by the way, I can give you some stats on his son. Seven carries for 41 yards, so averaging oh, just uh, under well. six yards a carry so far today. That's Studley. Nice, nice. <laughs> Eden James. That's, uh, I like Edger and James-like numbers. All right. Well, speaking of gaudy numbers and, and great performances, Texan C.J. Stroud, he's doubtful versus the Titans. He remains in the concussion protocol. Um, Davis Mills will reportedly start this game. Um, yeah, he's, he suffered the the concussion and against the Jets. They got him, MetLife got him, 
MetLife is claiming bodies, man. That, that's the, they got more <laughs> bodies than than any player this year. Uh, um, really crazy. But he goes down. This 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 Houston Texans team has been playing really well. It's very rejuvenated, uh-huh. um, and you know, obviously, it's because you you got you know great strong rookie coaching coaching that they're getting, and you got a mm-hmm. great strong presence from your rookie quarterback. But now you don't have that 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 quarterback, and D'Amico Ryan's and company has to figure out how to get through, you know, seemingly with uh, with Mills to come in and and do, you know, do that duty. How do you see this playing out for the Houston uh, Texans? I mean, obviously it's going it's to be a little tougher. I mean, you know, Mills has started, you know, quarterback for this team. But obviously, you know, he's he's no C.J. Stroud. And I think uh, for D'Amico Ryans, man, first of all, man, this man, this young man has been doing a hell of a job. Coach of the year? Absolutely. I Took the words right out of my would. mouth. Yeah, okay. I mean, you're talking about a, talking about a first-year coach with a rookie quarterback on the brink of get, having double-digit wins in his first year. <laughs> and it can be done. And as a bad I mean, team, let's keep in right. mind, it was a very, very right. – it was a team in shambles. Man, we were saying at the beginning of the year that the Arizona Cardinals, the Carolina Panthers, and the Houston Texans will be three of the worst teams in football. Two of them are. But for C.J. Stroud, what he's been able to do man, since he ste- stepped into this locker room and under center, he's been, he's been nothing but fantastic, man. So – I think that uh, D'Amico's going to just try to, you know, kind of dumb it down a little, just a little bit for Mills, and you know, just you know, not, you know, put him in, put him in bad positions to make, you know, make bad plays. Just, you know, send him in, send him in the game with a, with a play and take all the way his audible options because now you you are still in the position to get to the playoffs yep. if if you're the Houston Texans. And I will say last week when this game against the Jets had more to do with the weather than actually how good of this football team. I mean, the weather was terrible last week, mm-hmm. you know, in New Jersey. It torrential pour down rain basically for the whole entire football game. So I, I believe they'll bounce back this week, um, even, even with Mills in the center. But I know if you do Mika Rhymes, man, you're saying to yourself, man, when can I get my guy C.J. Stroud back? Well, interestingly enough, they are 7-6, and six, which is the same record as the Indianapolis Colts. I don't know if there's any tiebreakers involved. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I don't have that information readily available. Um, maybe you could grab it, Bo. I don't know. But, but the Jaguars, they're at, they're atop of, of the, the South, the AFC South, but they are Trevor Lawrence-less. And, and they're not the same team without him. And, and so looking at where the Jaguars are, this becomes an even bigger game today that we pre- preview with the Steelers and the Colts, you know, because if the Texans are able to to beat the Titans, then now they go to to eight and six, and the Colts would be at seven and seven, and and now that would make for an interesting uh, finish of sorts to see where a team ends up and where they, you know, where they don't. But so that makes these some pretty big games. Tennessee is, they're a curious team, man. They're like, they're like kind of like, are they good or are they not good? 
but it's like right. I can beat a good team, but it's like I want to say you're a good team, but then you say you do something that makes me feel like you're not a good team. It's like I'm combated with myself. Like I'm like in this whole like tug of war of how I want to feel about Tennessee. Like they find ways to win, but they don't win consistent enough for me to sit right. here and feel comfortable enough calling them a really good team. I just don't know where I'm at with them. I mean, who you know, are so. Who owns the tiebreaker, Bo? So right now, if the playoffs started today, it would be the Colts above the Texans because um, they have the uh, head-to-head advantage in those games. And the Colts would also be in over Buffalo, Cincinnati, and Denver based on win percentage in conference oh, wow. games. Wow. Yeah, this is why I say the Houston Texans and the Indianapolis Colts get into the playoffs. Huh. They both can get in. Well, the Texans are going to have to win in order to do that, and that's going to be – uh, a task in itself. Uh, I don't know. I, I I I just don't feel comfortable saying that the Texans can get this one against against the Titans. I'm just not. I'm not there on that. And and it's because I just can't read what the Tennessee Titans are. I can't tell you. I feel confident that this is the Tennessee Titans that we're going to get in this this game. So I, I don't know. The Houston Texans are a better football team offensively and defensively. I, I don't disagree. Yeah, I don't disagree. Yeah, but but with know, that but being we, said. We know how these divisional games go. And 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 the Titans are they're they're still at the core of it. They're still a smash mouth, hard nosed team that that brings some physicality, and that can wear on a team at this time of of the year, at this time of the season. So, I don't know. That's going to be a, a an interesting one to watch because I just don't know what you're going to get from the Titans and the Texans. Well, they they don't have CJ, so that's that's going to be interesting to see how they're able to navigate that game because it's it is a big game uh, for for this Texans team. So we're going to take a quick break. On the other side, we're going to wrap it up with some Shohei Atani talk. I know that Plex loves talking baseball, so we're going we're going to promote one. We're going to dedicate one segment to baseball right here on up on game that's that's plexico verse i am lavar arrington and this is fox sports radio we'll be right back at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar see for yourself when you sign up today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, 
or wherever you get your podcast. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Uh, watch out. Why? Okay, okay, good. Santa's coming to town, and so is Jonas Knox concluding, you know, at the top, well, at the end of this show, of course, you know, we'll have Jonas coming up, and, you know, we are all in the Tyrac.com studio. That's Plexico Burris. You missed anything that he had to say on today's show? Just go check out Up On Game, wherever it is that you get your podcast from. Uh, yeah, and I'm LeVar Arrington. I'm, I hope you guys are enjoying football uh, this Saturday. It's, it's a jam-packed uh, schedule, so it's super good, super, super exciting to have football and NFL football on a Saturday and also being bowl time. So, Shohei Tani, I said we'd talk it. He signs a 10-year, $700 million deal. Bo, can you give me some more details on what we got going on with Shohei? Yeah, so he uh, just after we got off the air last week, actually, Shohei Otani announced he was signing with the Dodgers, and then it came out, yeah, 10 years, $700 million. And then later on in the week, uh, Otani, it basically came out that he was going to be paid $2 million a season. He was going to defer $68 million over the ne- every season over the next 10 years um, till the end of the contract. So basically the Dodgers are going to be paying him, you know, 10 years after his contract ends, that's $68 million. So... He's getting paid less so the Dodgers can try to bring in more talent. But, yeah, it's it's a wild contract. And uh, the the biggest, I think, uh, dollar value of any athlete ever across sports. Yeah, I mean, there have been the, the Bobby Bonilla conversations. Everybody brings that up. He's still being paid um, for his last contract. Um, you know, we talked about this on Two Pros and – and I, I'll throw this out at you super quickly, uh, Plex. Brady was like, "Look, I want my money, and I want it. I want it now because you know inflation is a part of things. Like nothing's guaranteed. Like to to defer your money that far out, maybe not, maybe ill advised. But I say it. I look at it like this: if if I'm getting paid two million a year, I've already made a ton of money, and I know that that's going to be securing me as I move down the lane, uh, the line of my life. I almost feel like I've set myself up to be paid almost like a retirement, you know, before I even go into retirement. Uh, you know, I think we all have different different takes on it, but nonetheless, it's a hell of a large contract. I don't think anyone can dispute or argue that. I mean, it's, I mean, he's a new king, man. I mean, what else more can you say? Uh, I don't know if he's deferring this, you know, his his uh, you know contract for tax purposes, but it says that I believe they say uh, out of the seventy you know million dollars that he's making a year, he's going to pay twenty five million dollars and twenty twenty five million of it in taxes hmm. just during the season. I mean, that's that's crazy. It's mainly because of the fact that you play in the state of California. Mm-hmm. You know, he's basically seeing half of what he will be making a year. 
But uh, well, he's already made $42 million playing with the Angels. So it's not like this man is in, in need of any cash anytime soon. But I, I, I should say to myself that, you know, $70 million a year playing baseball is just something that $700 million contract over 10 years is something that uh, we would never see. I mean, we saw what the Bryce Harper and, you know, Mike Trout and a couple of these guys a few years ago signed these $400 million deals. But now, you know, 700 is just something that we just thought that from a professional sport standpoint that we would never see. But obviously that day has arrived. Mm-hmm. And it's Shohei Otani. I, I would assume that he's going to continue to be as great as he has been. You know, obviously playing at Anaheim, and now he's just going down the street to play for the Dodgers. But uh, maybe those sightings that Ilo was saying, you know, last week or the week before, <laughs> all these places that Tony was, I believe that he was, and in, in I mean, in uh, in California, in Los Angeles, you know, eating some food. So, I guess I guess that's true because he ended up being a Dodger. He ended up being a Dodger. Now. Bo, talk to me about this. What does this mean for the Dodgers, for the Dodgers fans? Like, that's yeah. got to be excitement. No, but, I mean, isn't their injury a concern, though, like his Tommy John situation? No, not really. I, I mean, personally for myself, no, not really, because he's just the greatest hitter in the game right now. And, like, I think when you talk about Shohei Otani, like, we have to remember that last year he was being talked about as the greatest player to ever play the game of baseball. Yep. So anytime you can sign a guy like that, uh, it's good, and then also to turn around and have him be like, "Yeah, pay me less, uh, pay me less money, so you guys can put better guys around me, so we can win." Like that's everything you want to hear. Um, there's just so much about signing Shohei Otani that's just insane from a on the field standpoint, but also the business standpoint. Uh, Seventy million people tuned in to watch his opening press conference with the Dodgers, wow. which that's just crazy. I have friends that cover the Dodgers that. Like they couldn't, they had to stand in the back for his press conference because there was just so much media there. Uh, the team is going to make so much money off of Otani being here, and Otani is going to make a ton of money playing for the Dodgers. They're a global brand already, um, so yeah, it's it's crazy. I they're they're talking to uh, Yoshinobu Yamamoto, who's another Japanese player who's going to get a bunch of money in the offseat. Like Otani's, he's doing the LeBron thing. He's recruiting people. It's great. I love it. Uh, and I really can't wait to see him play. Hmm. All right. Well, spoken from a true, dedicated Dodgers fan. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. It's it's almost about that time. Um, what which game is are, are you looking forward to most? Super quick, uh, Plex. Before we we get out of here. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to this Bengals game. I really want to see. Um, um, how Mullins runs this offense, and they can get a win today. But I think that uh, you know Jake Brown and, and the Cincinnati Bengals not going to allow them to come into Cincinnati and win today. Okay, all right. I'm looking at all of them. I'm excited about all these games. Um, I'm gonna jump in front of this television right now, and you guys don't jump anywhere. Stay dialed in. Stay locked in. Locked in. We got Jonas Knox coming on with the JKS show. This is up on game. Plexico Burst. I'm Lavar Fox Sports Radio. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.